You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. Good morning and welcome back to Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio's All About Real Estate Edition. I'm your host, Carol Morgan, and I'd like to give a shout out to our new show sponsor, Denim Marketing. Denim Marketing knows that marketing firms and marketing clients aren't one size fits all. So if you are looking for a new public relations and content partner, then please try us on for a comfortable fit. I am joined today in studio by a friend of mine, Rick Storley. He's the chief lead converter for Builder Lead Converter. And we are going to talk about this crazy market we're in. Um, It is all over the place. So welcome, Rick. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Carol. It's a pleasure to be here uh, and uh, happy to have another conversation about this crazy real estate market. Now it's it's good still, so so that's good. But um, before we dive into that, take a few minutes and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I should say first and foremost, uh, I spent about 43 years chasing the empty promises of this world, and I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, so I've been born anew with his strength and righteousness. I'm, I'm married to a wonderful woman, Rachel. We have four children, and my career began in 1988. I'm not, I'm not dating myself, I hope. Uh, I was a job site laborer, so literally wow. I started picking up garbage on construction sites. That's how I got into this business. And have essentially worked my way all the way up through sales and management and general management. And then started a company in 2006 called New Home Sales Coach. Uh, and that was just that. I was doing coaching, uh, marketing, uh, sales coaching, and sales management coaching. Uh, and then 2010, I took on a software partner. So we thought, Carol, hey, you know, there's really not a good CRM out there for custom mm-hmm. for custom builders and design build remodelers. So I spent about 10 years working on that. And then after 10 years, I realized, you know what? Salespeople really don't like CRMs, especially, especially <laughs> well, the good it, ones. Because <laughs> it takes work to use exactly. it. Exactly. You know? It takes work to use it. it so it almost work. became like it was part of the sales prevention mm-hmm. team. Uh, so in 2020, we uh, uh, I, I took everything, the best of everything that I learned in the last 10 years. And, and don't call me slow, but it only took a decade. And we created a builder lead converter in my current company. Uh, and uh, so we focus now more on um, a done, more of a done for you platform where we support salespeople versus yeah. being a CRM. Hmm. Okay. Well, give a little bit of an overview of builder lead converter, you know, take a little bit of a deeper dive. What is it? How does it work? Yeah, so in a nutshell, it, it's, we capture and convert leads so builders can focus on growing revenue and margins. I mean, that, that's really the, the simplest thing that we do. Uh, I learned again, uh, from one of my mentors that if you, if you have a community and you have two salespeople there versus a community with one salesperson and a sales assistant, that typically the salesperson with the sales assistant is going to outperform two salespeople. Um, and it's also from a management standpoint, it's a lot easier to manage one person, you know, with a sales assistant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from an overhead standpoint, you can usually keep your overhead dollars lower. So when we built uh, Builder Lead Converter, that was my idea is how can I really, instead of acting as a, a CRM that takes effort from a salesperson, how can I support that salesperson? So essentially be their sales assistant and help them increase their revenue by say they could sell 50% more. Our goal is really to double the productivity of salespeople. Mm-hmm. We've been able to do that for some salespeople. Um, and then the, the, our, our clients love it because they can outsource those things to us. They don't have to take on the overhead. Uh, and they, some of the things they either just don't have time to do or they don't have the expertise to do it. 
And so we do, we focus on really being that perfect sales assistant. Oh, that's awesome. I could use one of those. <laughs> we, we, we all can. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about what you see going on in the industry. As we mentioned in the intro, it's kind of all over the place. It is all over the place. And I've, I like you, I have clients all over the country. And it's interesting mm-hmm. to see each individual market, what's, what's happening. A funny story, I got a call recently from a, uh, it was a marketing uh, director for a, uh, a remodeling company in California. And so he was like, hey, we could use your services. I, you know, our leads are slowing down. And so we, we talked on a Thursday. We were scheduled to follow up on a Tuesday. And on Monday, when I was uh, following up with him, he had lost his job. Oh, the company was no. downsizing. You know, so I always look to the coast because it seems like things start on the yeah. coast and they work their way wow. in uh, first. So that was the, and that was probably maybe a month or so ago. And that was yeah. really my first clue that, okay, there is something shifting Mm-hmm. In, in the marketplace right now. Um, and so I do think we're at a tipping point, um, you know, with rates going up the way they are, you know, I think now it's, it's 30 year fixes is pro- approaching 6%. And now what the Fed's talking about raising rates another what three quarter basis points. Bad idea. Yeah. I mean, but bad idea. What, what do you do as a builder? It's like, next thing you know, there goes, you know, the mortgage rates follow. And now we've got people staring at six and a half you know, uh, for a 30 year fixed. And so now we look at going to, okay, let's jump back into uh, arms and, you know, maybe do some buy downs and things, try to get creative. But what happens of course, is that your, your buyers are going to pump the brakes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think we're at that tipping point right now and every market is different. Um, one of the things I've noticed in strong in migration markets, mm-hmm. so take the Floridas and the Texas, uh, you know, they had, there's so much in migration going on there. The demand is still there and there's, you know, money coming from um, high end markets like a, a West coast or East coast going into those markets. And so those markets, I think are still going to stay robust for a while, but some of the other markets, whether it's an out migration market, you're starting to see that right now where things are, are tipping or, you know, more of the Midwest markets that don't get a you know, it's, it's very much sort of a one for one for every job created. You have one building permit uh, type of market. And mm-hmm. those are, th- those are definitely slowing. Uh, June was slow. July is slow. I haven't seen it so much on the remodeling side of, of things yet, but definitely I see home builders getting hit. And I, and Carol, what I really think is going to happen is we get into Q4. Um, we're going to look back at Q3 and going, yeah, this, this market is definitely changing. You know, we're seeing a lot of promotions and incentives and, um, you know, kind of people going back to what we were all doing before Mm -hmm. this crazy COVID broke out. Um, But, you know, some builders turned off all of their sales and marketing. We saw people let go of their online sales counselors. We saw people, you know, take all of their, you know, auto bots and autoresponders off their website. We saw builders literally cut back on everything, especially marketing, when when all of this, you know, started in 2020. You know, so obviously we've got builders that need to crank back up their sales and marketing at this point. You know, what's the best way for them to get started? What's your advice? Well, you and I just talked about this and when you were on my show. We did. You know, and you, you talked about the power of content, right? And so you, you essentially you have these some of these builders out there that went content dark. Mm-hmm. And, and, and sometimes you can't blame them. Like they're so slammed with so many leads. They're literally turning away business. So the, the, the standard line, and you've heard this too, Carol, why would I pay for marketing when I can't even, you know, I can't even fulfill the amount of leads I'm getting right now. Why would I pay for marketing? 
And so one way is to go dark, turn off the switch. The other way, though, I think which a smart builders did is they just created a longer backlog. It's right. like, you know, yeah, if you're willing to wait a year, sure, yeah. we'll talk. Yeah. If you want to some, I know some builders were uh, 18 months, two years mm-hmm. out, but they would still have the conversation and mm-hmm. some people would still wait. Now, a lot of those are going to probably turn into cancellations as we get because rates have gone up so much, but there'll be a certain percentage that won't. Right. And they'll still they'll still sell them. Um, so the the first thing you got to do is you got to turn the light switch back on. Right. You have to turn the marketing back on. So when builders typically look for growth, oh, no, things are getting slow. I need to do something. OK, what should I do? The first thing they usually think of is like, well, let's start running ads, pay mm-hmm. ads. And, you know, I usually look at something a little bit differently. I say, well, what about your organic opportunity leaks? Right. Right. What about organic? What about all this traffic you're already getting and you're not capturing and converting? Mm-hmm. You know, what about this social media following that you have that you're not utilizing right now? What about your database, you mm-hmm. know, of people that didn't buy, or even like if you're a remodeler, people that bought from you, but you know, they're potentially a, a second time sale for you when they do another project. So uh, what do you need to do right now to crank up your sales and marketing? My advice to everybody, regardless of what the market is doing, is to plug those organic opportunity leaks first before you do anything paid. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would even say if you haven't been doing search engine optimization on your website, it's a great opportunity to crank that back up. You know, when you talk about going back to the basics, you've got to have that website that's sticky. You know, you send it traffic, it's got a landing page, you can convert that to a lead. You've got, you know, search engine optimization that when they go out there on, you know, Google, that that um, entry page to their website that we all call Google, and they search Cobb County townhomes, they find your site and not your competitors. And then when they get to your site, they have enough content, you know, in terms of, you know, whether it's something they want to read. So it's written word, it's blogs, it's photos, it's videos, it's Matterport tours, you know, that they don't discount you and go on to someone else. I think there's a lot of people who put the brakes on all of that. You know, what else do you see? What are some of the most common, I guess, you know, common opportunity leaks, you know, that you see on websites or see in general? Well, I, I, you know, I was thinking about this and really there's five, um, five of them that, that, I, that I see. Uh, so number one, you already mentioned was websites with poor lead magnets. Yeah. You know, and, and when you're doing your marketing budgets, if you look at it this way, you, you talk about search engine optimization. And I realize it, it's a shady industry and there's a lot of, you know, well, everyone depends. says, oh, get, there's some, oh, I mean, there's some yeah. good people. I'm just saying that, but yes. we always get the email. I'll make you page one on Google, right? I mean, so there's so many spammers out there that uh, whether they're doing cold email or what, but I think it's, it's, it's difficult to understand how do I get to page one? So you have to find a good SEO company, um, a reputable company you can work with. But this is the way I think to, to look at it. It's difficult to quantify the results of paying for search and optimization versus if you're paying for ads, you can say, okay, um, I had this many impressions or I got this many click-throughs or I had this many opt-ins you know, to my, my landing page. But once it gets down to it, once you get that opt-in, if you look at the percentage of leads that are organic that convert to a buyer versus the uh, percentage so of leads many more. that are yeah. paid, it's night and day. Yeah. You know, so if you're going to spend and, and you really need to spend probably at least three grand a month at, to, do, to do anything on whether it's Facebook or, or a Google pay per click or now there's some other different ads out there. Right. So you could probably spend half of that on a pretty robust SEO campaign and get those organic leads 
that are going to convert and become buyers. So yeah, the first thing I look at is your website. And then I put in mm-hmm. here, poor, poor lead magnets. Uh, and a lead <laughs> magnet, is, yep. it's, it's simply a call to action, right? And mm-hmm. so what you normally see is there's a phone number and there's a contact us form. It's like, there are some people that will call. There are some people that will fill out the form, but the vast majority will not. Right. So lead magnets, you know, they need to be focused on three things, design, location, and pricing. You know, so you've got to give people offers where you can build that permission-based opt-in relationship. And then you start, then the dance begins, right? Then mm-hmm. you go through the follow-up and focus on booking and then ultimately nurturing. But it's all about value building. You're yeah. just trying to position yourself as, look, I'm the expert. You want a new home, come to us because we are the best in whatever your niche is. Uh, or remodeling, you're the best in whatever these projects are. So that's, that's where you always start first is your website. Number two is a comprehensive social media plan. So, I mean, how many times I, I, I go on a website right now? When's your last post? Oh, it was 18 months ago. I mean, there's just nothing. So yeah. not only posting, but also knowing what you're doing when you're posting. There's a method behind the madness, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I know, you know, you and I have worked here before too. And, and there's that fine line between where you're putting content out there that's going to get read, that gets the likes and the shares. Yep. And a lot of times that's the human interest element. But then what, uh, you and I talked about this too, what other industry is there besides this that has better visual elements? Oh gosh, for almost media? nothing. There's well, nothing is. There's some food that looks really good, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. <laughs> Maybe, but everybody loves to look at home pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, whether you're in the market or not, you love, oh, look at this beautiful kitchen, look at this beautiful, you know, lanai or, you know, whatever it is. Right. So a comprehensive social media plan be number two. Number three is poor lead follow-up, you know, uh, and conversions. Right. Most builders just don't know how to convert. It's like if the person doesn't answer, you know, the first time they call or the first email is sent, they just sort of forget about it, move on to the next one. Um, right. Long-term nurturing is another one. Uh, you know, when you get better at lead magnets on your website, you're going to get more leads, but those leads aren't necessarily ready to talk. So what now we have to do is we have to nurture them over a period of months, you know, not days. Right. And so that long-term lead nurturing campaign, which is simply just position yourself as an expert. You're simply mm-hmm. just teaching is really what you're doing that. And then the last one, um, this is something that we really focused on more recently is called a cold lead reactivation or a database reactivation. So that's that database of leads that you have that opted in and you may or may not have had a conversation with them, but they're on your list, but they never did anything. Right. Uh, so go yeah. back and, and you re- reactivate them um, using a very specific technique um, um, that we use, typically using um, SMS or text messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've had phenomenal results with this for people that we thought were dead for years and they come back in. That's awesome. Crafting the perfect marketing strategy is like constructing the perfect pair of jeans. You need all the right components and expertise. Unlike trying on a dressing room full of jeans, denim marketing makes the process painless and easy. Denim marketing is the market leader in creating quality original content for home builders, developers, remodelers, and others in the industry. Call 770-383-3360 or email carol at denimmarketing.com to find out how denim marketing can be a comfortable fit for your social media, public relations, marketing campaigns, email marketing, blogs, and other marketing needs. Well, you know, talking about lead conversion, you know, how has that changed since 2020? A lot has changed since 2020. So how did did COVID impact lead conversion? 
So prior to 2020, and I've been doing this, like I said, I started as a job site uh, laborer, picking up garbage on job sites in 1988. And so when you hire salespeople, I always tell my clients, say, look, don't hire somebody with experience like me, right? Because I have a preconceived notion. Hire somebody that you can mold that has the right skill set and get them up and running quickly. So I always had this preconceived notion that if you wanted to sell a million $1.5 million custom home, you had to get face-to-face with people because that's what I learned in the trenches. Face-to-face, I got to have a model home. I've got to do all these things. So all of a sudden, what happens in about May or June of 2020? I have clients telling me they're selling $1.3 million custom, pure custom homes, completely virtual. Never have met the people. Everything was done on Zoom, completely virtual. So that has what's changed since 2020. Mm -hmm. You know, how many, when's the last time you went to the doctor? Did you actually go into the doctor or did you actually do it over Zoom? You know, the, you know, telemedicine is something right. else that dramatically yeah. changed, uh, which I'm very thankful of because I have lots of children. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, you've got to. So what, what I look at here is that lead conversion has changed since 2020 because so much of the process can be automated and so mm-hmm. much of it can be virtual. Right. Uh, you know, you can get by with so much more. So you can you can work with more people. And you can expedite things because it's easier to coordinate schedules, especially if you're working with, you know, husband and wife and, you know, mm-hmm. maybe a designer and, and plus your salesperson, you can get a, on a Zoom call and you can do so much more. And people are willing, they're willing to go farther in the sales process. Um, we use a lot of AI right now. Right. Uh, yep. uh, and so they're willing to go farther with that. Some of them know it's AI and they don't mm-hmm. care, right. Some, but a lot of them don't. And, and, and so, yeah, if you really personalize those messages, uh, you can take them pretty darn far, farther than you, you ever could before 2020. Yeah, that's, that's, it's really cool technology too. So, well, I know you have some anti-establishment thoughts on offering online pricing for a builder's leads. Uh, why is that? Well, I had a client once who did modular housing um, in New York, of, of all places, in Long Island. And they had a little different thought on pricing. They were like, well, if I get an, if, if somebody requests pricing on my website, I'm going to give it to them. And I was always like, you can never give out pricing. You know, you got to get them in. You got to talk to them. You got to work through it all. You got it. And so he's like, no, I want to do this. And so we actually built a tool and, and a funnel for this. And I was happy to say now I've never been so wrong in my life. <laughs> Pricing is what it's at. So I, for years, thought, no, you never give out pricing. Now, yes, you give out pricing. Now, I don't give specific pricing, but we give people price ranges so they can mm-hmm. self-qualify them, themselves. So pricing, it's one of the top three things new home remodelings want to know about. But, and this is the important part. They want to know about it before, before they walk into a model home or talk to you. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to talk to somebody. It's like if their price range is 500 and you start at 750, you know, they, they want to try right. to self-qualify themselves. Yeah. Or if their price range is 750 and you build up the 500, they don't want to waste your time there either. Right. So pricing is, is one of the things that I, I absolutely positively say you have to talk about. And I had the same conversation with custom builders, not wanting to put their floor plans on their website. Oh gosh, they've got to. Yeah. It, because well, I don't want my competitors to steal it. I don't want people to steal my plans. And I'm like, you're losing more business by people 
crossing you off the list because they don't you don't showcase what you can do right then you will ever lose to losing something where someone's going to steal your plan and go build it with somebody else yeah and and so it's the same sort of mentality is give them a price range it doesn't have to be specific like i said but you got to give them a price range let them self-qualify and it's so much of a better uh lead funnel going forward yeah well you know it's so hard for custom builders because they don't always have a model um, we work with a custom builder here in Atlanta that does have one, and it's probably his biggest sales tool because he can get the buyers to come in there, and then you know, they can start looking at floor plans and start looking at finishes, and he can start talking pricing. And you know, if you want something that's finished like this house, it's going to cost about this. You know, if you want to you know move a wall or you know whatever it is. But I think it's really it's it's a harder. You know, it's just a harder process than it is if you're building spec homes. You know, if you got a spec exactly. home, your price is your price is your price. If you're building custom, there's a huge range out there. Yep. And, yep. Then it and just, that's okay though. Yeah. Give them a, if if you if you if you're a custom builder and you start at 750 and you go up to let's say three, then give them the range of 750 to three. You don't care yeah. where they land because no. if they're above 750 and below three, they're a fit. Exactly. Uh, you know, so give them something. Uh, but you're right. You know, that's a good point, too, regarding content and websites. Oh, yeah, I have a lot of clients that don't have models either. Right. And so then you've got to invest more money into professional mm-hmm. photos. You maybe got to stage some of your clients' homes. Yeah. You've got to participate in some tours with your pre-solds, do the Matterports, do the, you know, I don't know if you've seen these now, they have these drones where they actually will fly the drone through the house. Oh, I seen haven't that yet? seen those. That'll be cool. It's crazy. So you, you, you fly up to the, you know, up the driveway uh-huh. and then the door opens and the drone flies right into flies the, house in the house and that's goes through, cool. through the house. Well, yeah, so I think really it's so neat. important. And so many times you're like, well, well, I might not build this again. It's a custom home. It doesn't matter. It shows the quality of your construction. Exactly. It shows, you know, it shows your, your attention to detail, you know, it shows just, just the possibilities. And, you know, I love that. I mean, I just like re-landscape my backyard and I'll tell you, my landscaper sent me all these different photos. Do you like this or this? Do you like this or this? And mm-hmm. he basically figured out what I wanted in my backyard by figuring out what I liked that he sent me and what I didn't like. Yep. So, you know, kind of that same process. Well, what is the most effective lead conversion tool for builders that you've worked with? Well, there, so let's break it down into new leads versus, let's say, existing leads. Okay. Okay. So there's that new lead that comes in, and uh, we always we you know we kind of look at analytics in that case, and normally we will convert that lead in about three days. Now existing leads, somebody that's been in your pipeline, but they're not ready yet to right. talk about. So for a new lead, um, so we do a couple of things. I would say number one, the tools are text messaging combined with uh, artificial intelligence is is the best yeah uh, because number one i can respond in a text message in a minute mm-hmm. and i can also when it's ai let's say that let's say a lead comes in at 11 o'clock at night right okay so there is no online sales counselor <laughs> nope. the office is closed maybe it's a maybe it's a saturday <laughs> but the ai is there yeah. so the ai can still have a conversation and so we just disclose that hey we're the booking assistant you know we give the ai a name uh, we disclose that. <laughs> and so then we just integrate calendars, you know, for whoever our salespeople are. And, and you know, we'll do some self-qualification or with the, with the lead and we'll, and we'll book the appointment. So SMS text messaging with AI is by far the best tool That's right cool. now. Yeah. Okay, so now if we break it down into new leads, mm-hmm. um, we develop something called a scoping tool. So a lot of times, especially remodelers, they put this little button on the website, free quote. And I ask the same question to every remodeler that has that button to say, how many quote requests do you get? And the answer is always none. 
None. you know, or very few, or somebody mm-hmm. that just wants a price, you know, it's just a crappy lead. So what we built is a scoping tool. So essentially think of the person going into a model home and looking at floor plans and looking at your locations and looking at plan options and looking at location options, and then putting that together and say, here's a couple more notes. I want a price. So we allow the cl- the lead to scope out their home. Now cool. they're excited because they've yeah. seen photos. They've they picked out some options. They picked out you know the community or location they want to be in, and then we'll take them right to there to book an appointment, or mm-hmm. we'll just give them a budget first, and we we'll say, hey, here's your budget, and if you want, if that looks good, here's how you can get more specific pricing on that home. But now when the salesperson gets it, they know what the customer wants because mm-hmm. they've already been through. They looked at the floor plans, they looked at the yeah. communities, and they have an idea. So that's what we find for new leads. And then we have something we call the lead connector too, which is it's like a chat widget for a website, but instead of having to stay live on the site, it actually goes to text. Hmm. Um, okay. So they start the communication there, and then it goes right to text. So then we use our AI again, and yeah. the idea is is that oh, thank you for your question. We're busy right now. Do you have ten minutes where I can get the information for you? And so mm-hmm. then the customer will go ahead and select a date and time for us to call them back with the information. Um, so that works really good for that person that just has a quick question uh, and you say, I'm just swamped. You never have to get into the details of the question, right. but you can book the appointment because they want the information. Huh, I like so that's that. For new, yeah, that's for new leads. And then for existing leads, people that are in your pipeline that you've uh-huh. been working, events. Um, events are always the best. Uh, and so we recommend our clients to you know, roughly nine or 10 events a year. And this wow. works really good for the custom builders mm-hmm. that don't have models uh, because we put together an event where they can showcase their pre-sold stuff. And then essentially we just book, you know, 12 back-to-back appointments. We just use calendar slots. And so they can come in for personalized tours of that project. So if you do, let's say a 30 minute tours, you can do a three or four hour event and you can book six to eight leads Right. And the reason why do we build a model home? Because it's the emotional peak, right? Mm-hmm. We, we see the finished product. Um, and that way you can convert someone into typically a, like an, a design appointment from that point. Yeah. I've seen um, a lot of, you know, kind of custom or even, you know, semi-custom builders have success with, you know, build on your lot and having just kind of educational seminars to get more information on the process for building yep. on your lot. Yeah. You could that do seems- seminars. Yeah, that seems to be um, a really good way to kind of get some new prospects, answer their questions. You know, if you have 10 people show up and you convert two of them, then heck, it's a great success, right? Absolutely. Yep. And those seminars can be done at a client's home as well. Yep. You know, the home is essentially done. Maybe it's not punched out, but you could do, come see the house and we'll do a little seminar on building your lot. I can bring my finance person there. Maybe I bring my interior designer, Uh you know, there as well. Um, I find that I find the best events are based number one around design. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, then around maybe land, like if you're introducing a new, right. new location or new lots. Uh, and then number three is usually like construction tours work good too from a um, educational standpoint. You show people what goes on, especially custom builders, high end. What do you what goes on behind the drywall? And then you get people that are more engineer type that are really interested in that sort of thing will show up. So lower right. quantity but higher quality. Higher, yeah. Wow. Good stuff. Well, definitely interesting times that we're living in. And um, I'm excited to see some of these builders crank back up their sales and marketing machines and uh, become highly effective um, lead conversion machines again, because I think that they've been order takers, which, you know, hey, kudos to all of us for the last couple of years. That's gone well. So um, 
Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to watch. So we're about out of time, but before I let you go, how can our listeners get more information on Builder Lead Converter? Well, builderleadconverter.com is probably the, the best way. And you can also find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. We post uh, videos pretty much every day. Uh, little short videos, one to three minutes, and then we do a uh, our conversation that convert uh, that goes out every Thursday, and that's about a fifteen to thirty minute conversation on something to do with lead capture and conversion. Absolutely. Well, that's a wrap for this week's Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio, all about real estate edition. I'd like to thank Rick Storley for joining me in studio today. Thanks, Rick. Thank you. Absolutely. On behalf of our show sponsor, Denim Marketing, I'm your host, Carol Morgan. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. If you want more information on real estate, real estate news, Atlanta real estate, visit atlantarealestateforum.com for all of our news. If you'd like to follow this show, you can download it or uh, listen to it for free on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify. If you're interested in being a guest on our show, then contact me, carol at denimmarketing.com. If you can get more information from that on me. Thank you so much for tuning in and look forward to seeing you right here again for our next episode. Today's episode was made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite real estate blog and source for real estate news, trends, new home communities, model homes, builders, and more. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your podcast or iTunes app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio Show.